0: Welcome, listeners, to the BHL podcast series. I'm Scott Heidner. I'm your host for the show and very excited to be today. Uh, I am on the beautiful, surprisingly beautiful campus at Hutch Community College with uh, President Dr. Carter File and Director of Marketing and Public Relations Denny Steckline. Gentlemen, thanks for rolling out the welcome, Matt, and having us down here thanks Happy
1: to uh, too,
2: scott yeah scott thanks for coming uh, thanks for coming to campus
0: absolutely uh it it is gorgeous down here i'm i'm <laughs> not in my nature to notice landscaping uh i'd rather have a goat in the yard chewing my grass off for the most part but it really caught my eye it's
1: gorgeous down well here. I, I was gonna you said surprisingly and i was gonna say why should you be surprised <laughs> yes. yeah i mean our, our campus is uh our campus is beautiful our our,
2: uh, our employees take uh our employees take great pride in it and uh we uh, we think that you know Scott. We think that uh, it's one of the uh, one of the greatest campuses in the state of Kansas. Yeah, we invite anybody come to come look at it. It's, it is beautiful. Uh, it's really nice this time of the year, but during the summer we have a. Uh, we have a, uh, a a partnership with the master, K State Master Gardeners who cool. maintain uh, demonstration gardens out by our pond. No uh, kidding, and they are they are quite honestly something to something to see.
0: That's mm-hmm. the catbird seat, right? You get professionals managing your yard, and they do the work, and you don't have to do it. That's awesome. <laughs> we get the glory, right? <laughs> but, uh, and yeah. I should uh, I should probably account for my. Comment, Denny. You asked why I was surprised. I probably should clarify for the good citizens of Hutch and students of Hutch Community College. Not surprised because I expected less. Just surprised in that, uh, if I can use a technical term, my my give a crap a meter about landscaping is generally <laughs> pegged at zero. So it takes a lot for me to, <laughs>
1: to <laughs> absolutely. But you know, and it, and it does speak to something else, though, too. And it, and it's recognized really from bottom to top here, and top to bottom, is you only get one chance to make a first impression. Here, here, And we've got prospective students coming on campus every day of the week throughout the school year. Yeah. And uh, that's an important thing for us, that they see how much care we put into the flower beds Mm -hmm. and the grass and know that we put that same level of dedication into everything we do.
0: You know, I think if I had been an 18-year-old visiting a campus, uh, I probably would not have... Had the presence of mind to notice at all, but if your students don't, or prospective students don't, I bet a lot of parents do. Absolutely, they do. yeah, they do. Yeah, yep. for sure. Absolutely. Well, I didn't I didn't come down to talk about your landscaping, <laughs> gentlemen, but it is impressive. Uh, just wanted to have a conversation with the two of you and uh, talk a little bit about Hutch Community College and what you've got going on. And for listeners, uh, Denny and I go all the way back to 06. We were in the State's Leadership Kansas program together, and uh, we found that we were probably the two uh, lowest moral character members of the class, and we've been tied at the hip ever since. So, <laughs> and we have that
1: long-standing agreement that we're going to uh, cover each other's backs and. Uh well, you know, I, you know nothing about me, and I know nothing about you. <laughs> right?
2: Well, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you two are in the, the second best leadership oh, class oh, ever. Oh, well played, Twi- sir. 2016 was the best, uh, you know, best class ever. <laughs> but Scott,
1: I don't know if you remember, we never laid claim to being the best class. We were the best looking class. You're yeah, absolutely yeah, right. That's right. Well, judging from what's in front of me, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you,
2: you guys, you guys keep claiming that. <laughs>
0: Rest of the class aged better than Steckline and I did. We're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> well let's We don't get invited to the
1: reunion school. <laughs> <do> we?
0: <laughs> we do, they just never ask us to be in the photos, you know. <laughs> well let's dive in, gents. Give me just the real short readers digest verges readers digest version. We'll spend most of our time today talking about Hutch Community College and, and what's going on here and, and all the cool stuff. But uh, give us the short version growing up, both of you native Kansans. Carter, we can start with you. You're sure.
2: I uh, Yeah, I'm a I'm native Kansan. Spent uh, most of my life in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in a n- little north central Kansas town, Beloit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay.
0: Can I stop you there and ask? Sure. You, uh, I'm almost afraid to ask, do you know any of the Hennesses or the Doyles up in Beloit? You know,
2: I don't. Uh, but I've been gone from Beloit for almost 40 years. Okay. Uh, so they, yeah. they could uh, very well could have uh, could have moved in after that, or I may have been an eighteen-year-old that didn't pay attention right. to a lot of things. They're are uh, some of our
0: favorite reprobate family <laughs> friends from Beloit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that yeah, that sounds like they're from Beloit. Yeah. Um, but I grew up a, grew, grew up a tr- Beloit Trojan and uh-huh. uh, graduated from Beloit High School. Um, my uh, first my first educational career was uh, I, I studied to be an electrician at North Central Kansas Area Technical School in Beloit, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't work out. It was nineteen early nineteen eighties. Uh, ran into a Ran into a, uh, a pretty deep recession, got laid off. Like a lot of people, when they get laid off, I went back to college. I went to a community college uh, in Concordia, Cloud County Community College. Mm-hmm. Got an associate's degree from there. Uh, went to Kansas State, got a bachelor's degree uh, with a uh, from in business with a concentration in accounting. Um, I have an MBA from the University of Baltimore, and my doctorate, my Ph.D. is from the University of Nebraska.
0: Uh, Baltimore is in Baltimore, Maryland? Baltimore as in Baltimore, Maryland.
2: I was in Baltimore— uh, Worked for a company in Kansas City. They acquired a subsidiary in Baltimore. They needed a controller, mm-hmm. uh, chief financial guy uh, in Baltimore. And so I went out there. My wife and I had just gotten married. Um, went out there. Uh, well, I'd been out there a couple of years and decided I needed to do something to keep myself busy. Apparently, the job wasn't enough. Right. Uh, and so I've got a, yeah, I've got a uh, MBA from the University of Baltimore.
0: Cool. Denny, we should have made him go last since you and I don't have PhDs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. I know. You know, yeah. well, and I'm,
1: I'm the low hanging fruit on this tree right here. Cause you've got, you know, you know, your JD. So I'm, I'm just a lowly bachelor's degree.
0: <laughs> well, will give us your, your humble and short <laughs> resume. Well, not only a native
1: Kansan, but a native of Hutchinson, uh-huh. uh, born and raised and, uh, graduate of Trinity Catholic High School here, and uh, a proud Blue Dragon. A graduate of Hutchinson Community College. Uh, my wife is a former uh, student here. Uh, both of our sons are graduates, and so we're we're very very much uh, Blue Dragons. And uh, you know, for me, the transition from a small high school—I think there were 35, 36 in my high school class—so the thought of going to a four-year where there's 400 in a lecture hall. Mm-hmm was pretty intimidating. And so this really was a, a great transition step for me, uh, coming here before moving on to, uh, the great Kansas state university. <laughs> because, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, too. I know. Well, you know, and I've got a great story that we don't have time for, but you know, my dad went to KU, I was dead set on going to KU. I was going to be a Jayhawk Uh huh. and, uh, you, I proudly bleed purple now, so was, there's, a, there's a good story as to how that all transpired.
0: I'm tempted to make some joke about you're not the first person to aspire to be a Jayhawk and settle it in Manhattan, but I'll, 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 I'll let it go. Um, <laughs> well, all, yeah, all kidding but, uh, aside, you're, you were absolutely the first one all the way back in 06 when we were in Leadership Kansas and you were still working at the State Fair. Even then, you were pretty much an apostle for both Hutch as a community and, and the community college.
1: Yeah, it's something I've always had a close connection to. But, uh, you know, got out of K-State, lived in Kansas City for a while, Mm -hmm. uh, worked in the grocery wholesale business company called Fleming Foods, which Mm -hmm. people up in Kansas City, Topeka, that whole area are very familiar with Fleming. And uh, Fleming went through what they called at the time a re-engineering. And they said, don't worry, you're going to have a job. We don't know where you'll be or what you'll be doing. Well, they were a national company. Um, Sadly, no longer exist. Uh, but uh, I wanted to have a little bit more control over where I ended up. And, and Michelle and I are both natives of Hutch and had an opportunity to come back here. And they and eventually landed at the state fair, spent over 20 years there. And uh, then this opportunity came up at the college in marketing public relations. And, you know, after 20 years of uh, selling prono Pups and funnel cakes, and <laughs> you get to a point where... You know, maybe, do I want to try something different? And and if I do, now's the time to try it. And, uh, you know, it's been great and and came over here. So, you know, both Carter and I come from a, I don't think either of us, when we got our diploma in college, thought we'd be working in higher ed.
0: Yeah, which actually, I I want to dive into that a little bit deeper. But before we do, a couple things. First of all, uh, as a... Fanatic lover of pronto pups and funnel cakes. <laughs> uh, I still think you made a great move coming over here, but I have to tell you, Carter, a quick story. So I love old country music; just love it. And uh, of course, the state fair. Now, is, are, are
2: you talking old? Like are you talking old? Like
1: both uh, Hank Williams, Hank Senior, Williams Senior, or that, yeah. old like Willie Nelson and Waylon
2: Jennings?
0: I would. Uh, for me, my cutoff line probably hits around 1990 if you're pre-1990 i'll i'll let you in the old country group but yeah because there's
1: nothing more disturbing than turning on like classic country or classic rock
0: and you're tim mcgraw
1: and yeah and it's stuff you're like that's not old no (laughs) because i'm not old right for sure (laughs)
0: yeah Uh, but the the wheelhouse of old country to me would be like merle haggard willie Willie nelson Nelson. waylon Jennings, that kind of stuff but so, you know, I had a connection now with Denny, he brings these old people in to play at the state fair and uh, you know, always said, Hey, you know, if I if I can, if I've got an opportunity, I can try to arrange for you to meet these folks, which was awesome. So the Gatlin brothers were playing. Wow, and right. um, uh, you know, Denny is talking to him and he said, Oh yeah, I can I think I can, you know, get you into the meet and greet and whatever. I'm like, that's awesome. So Jill and I come down and, and they're uh you know, their their dressing room or whatever where the meet and greet is, uh, looked look like a nuclear fallout shelter. It's this <laughs> underground thing behind the stage.
1: It's a it's a concrete bunker. That's yeah. yeah.
0: And and so you walk down into it and as Jill and I are walking down this, you know, concrete descending thing, here comes this guy, his hair he looked like he was either yeah, I don't know, you know, Shirt unbuttoned down to the waist, chest hair spilling out, crazy head of hair, looked like a a, you know drug-induced homeless person (laughs) walks by, and I'm like, you know, who in the world are they letting in here? It was Larry Gatlin.
1: It was. We
0: went down there and and didn't even recognize him until a few minutes later he came back and then he went in and got slicked up. Got all cleaned up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Funny. Well, anyway, um, moving on, let's talk a little bit about Hutch Community College. I want to come back in a minute, Denny, and we'll talk about you guys' backgrounds um, and not really being in the education spot. But uh, let's do a real quick demographics of Hutch. How many students do you, I know you have multiple locations. Um. We,
2: uh, we do we have um, at least four attendance centers mm-hmm. uh, that, that are what I would call permanent. Uh, we, of course, we have the main campus on Hutchinson, mm-hmm. in Hutchinson, Kansas. We have an attendance center in McPherson. Mm-hmm. We have an attendance center in uh, Newton, Harvey County, right north of, uh, of Wichita. And then we have a uh, small presence on the Fort Riley Post, Cool. Uh, we offer LPn training on the on the post of Fort Riley so it's um, so yeah we're div- we're, we're uh, geographically we're pretty diverse when you ask how, how many students we have it's one of those things it's it's how do you want us to measure it um, you know universities like to use FTE and 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 which is stands for full-time equivalent mm-hmm. um, because most of their students are taken somewhere between uh, you know, 24 and 30 hours a year, so it's pretty easy to measure them. We have students that will drop in, take one class, and then we won't see them for a year. And they'll come back and take another class. Our iPEDS, which is a nationally normed database, our iPEDS is about 5,800. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we talk about touching about 15,000 Kansans a year, about 10,000 Kansans, nine to 10,000 in credit hour courses, and then another 5,000 in non-credit hour uh, either business and industry training, or uh, you know, continuing adult education. Very
0: cool. So you've got almost half as many um, in trade or ongoing learning that is not—they're not in it for the accredited. I'm working towards an associate's degree. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge number. Yeah, I'll
2: be darned. Yeah, we have a we have a a, a we have a uh, department that's. Solely focused on dealing with business and industry, working with them and, mm-hmm. and uh, providing services for them. Our, it's called our Business and Industry Institute. Yeah, S- snappy name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a marketing yeah, marketing. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. that's, <laughs> no. that's our marketing department. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we have a we have a full time director of that, and then we have a, a vice. Uh, the name's Dave Mullins, uh-huh. uh, Vice President of Workforce Development Outreach, Steve Porter, and that's their focus. And that's one of the really. Uh, Really strong focuses of Hutchinson Community College is business and industry uh, training, and working with our local our local employers to, uh, you know, to help them fill their talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, and Carter. One of the more recent um, opportunities with that was Spirit AeroSystems in Wichita. Yep, definitely yep. um, significant uh, program where we were awarded a grant to uh, assist them with training. To help fill their pipeline of, of yeah. machinists and folks that they need. Yeah. And we've just launched that in the last, uh, uh, what, couple months? Yeah, we got last, the first one going? We,
2: we, we received the grant about six months ago, and we had the first class start in January. Cool. Um, and we've already had our first graduating class. Um, it's focused, really, the focus is on uh, sheet metal workers. So we had, uh, our trainers went out, and they looked at how Spirit does things. Um, they came back, they designed the... Uh, They designed the classroom, which is a rented, really a rented building in uh, Wichita. They designed a classroom that looks like the Spirit uh, training or the Spirit actual production facility, Mm -hmm. and um, we, you know, I think the expectation is we'll train about 500 people over the next three years to fill up that sheet metal
0: worker uh, role. Uh, That is awesome. I knew you guys did some, and I don't know what the technical term for it is, but uh, industrial training, you know, uh, that kind of stuff, but to know that it's, you know, almost half the size of your actual traditional degree seeking population is impressive. Uh, I'm going to change tax for just a second here. i um, totally rudely playing with my phone in the middle of the podcast but only because we got a text back from Senator Berger <laughs> so for listeners here um, uh, I we went out to take a picture uh, on the campus here and as we were coming back in the door was, propped open with some bricks and the top one had uh ed burger's name on it (laughs) clearly you can contribute you know and get a brick and uh for our listeners now for the record uh, that
1: that that is a sample brick when when we started that program we did not take the brick the senator purchased (laughs) and use it as a doorstop Uh, (laughs) <laughs> although although I think that was that was an option that was discussed. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Depending <laughs> on the level of contribution.
2: That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. We can leave the brick there. But uh, right.
0: <laughs> well we took a I took a picture of that and sent it to Senator Berger and <laughs> I said, look what's holding the door open, and Denny wants to know if this is what happens to past presidents. <laughs> Burgers in the Senate now, of course, and he sent back and just said basically what I did best. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, so apologies for playing with my All phone right. in the That's podcast. That's great. That's um, great. Well, what uh, what would you say your most popular, or I guess by the metrics, what is your most participated in uh, major here at the school? So –
2: um, our, okay, nursing would be a large enrollment program, mm-hmm. as well as our HIM, Health Information Management. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fully online program. We have a national constituents, and it's one of our largest programs. The The largest, uh, the largest, and it's not necessarily a program, but the largest enrollment by credit hours is still our AA and our AS, which are prepping students to go to uh, transfer universities, mm-hmm. to K-State, to KU. So, State, so, so basically
0: they don't have to declare a subject matter right, expertise. They, right, that's right. We
2: we offer three degrees. We actually mm-hmm. offer four degrees, and we, unlike universities like Denny and I, have a BSBA, Bachelor's of Science in Business Administration. Mm-hmm. Here we have an Associate of Arts or an Associate of Science, and you can tailor those degrees. Now we do have areas of study, so if you want to go to KU, for instance, and go into pharma, uh, the pharmacy school, mm-hmm. we will we will help you tailor. That AS towards going to Ku, mm-hmm. um, and and so we will have an area of study in pharmacology, but um, those those degrees are our largest. But that's because that's the that's kind of the general. Those are the general kind of the general degrees. It, it's the broadest. It's the broadest. Yeah. Uh, but we have you know we have nursing, we have fire science. Mm-hmm. We'll have a hundred. We'll have a hundred kids in fire, hundred and twenty to hundred and forty kids in fire science every year. Um, you know. Half of those graduate, or a third of those graduate. Uh, you know, we have we have about forty percent of our credit hours are generated from career and technical education courses. So there are a lot of career and tech ed. graduates. we have a lot of career and tech ed graduates, but we might we might have uh, with the AAS, the Associate of Applied Science. We do slice that up, so we may have a, a kid that graduates with a computer science networking degree, mm-hmm. computer science web web. Uh, webmaster. So those degrees, there may only be 10 that graduate with those, but if you look at them all together, they're about 40% of our enrollment.
0: Cool. Well, what, uh, again, just give me the short version, because I'm guessing in in the positions you guys hold, you could probably talk for quite a while about this, but what um, thumbnail sketch, what would you say you find to be the most consistently compelling reason that people choose a two-year college generally (laughs) and then Hutch Community College specifically.
1: Danny, I'll let, well, you go ahead and I'll yeah, let you I'll, I'll, go first. I'll, I'll speak in, in general terms a little bit. You know, and, and you touched on part of it at the very beginning, um, and that's more specific to Hutch, but the, the, uh, what we provide here in terms of the campus, um, the college opportunity. Um, we've got residence halls. We have student organizations. We have a full ca- college experience just on a smaller scale than than what we're, we're used to with some. Um, you can't talk about the benefits of community colleges without talking about affordability and mm-hmm. the economics of it. That's just a reality, um, that a community college is a third to a half the price of most four-year institutions. And, you know, looking back at my own experience um, with my parents, it was never presented as an option. You know, you're going to go to, you know, you could go to Hutch or you could go on. Um, It was, you're, you're going to go to Hutch because it makes sense. Um, And you get out of there with minimal student loan debt, maybe none, Mm -hmm. um, and take care of your general education requirements. Um, And again, not just a Hutch thing, but you're going to have much smaller class sizes, much more, uh, Dedicated attention as far as a, a student-teacher ratio, um, full-time professors, uh, so many advantages to helping people. You know, the transition from high school to college uh, comes with a lot of anxiety for many, many students. Mm-hmm. And to walk into a lecture hall with three or 400 and just feel like a number and, and if you don't get off to a good start, do you have the support you need? To succeed. Um, and, and with the more, I don't want to say hands-on, but the closer relationship opportunities at a smaller institution, um, we think it, it leads to greater success by our students. And, and that's proven that our students achieve as well or better when they do transfer.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's a, a good summary of reasons why two-year colleges are very competitive and sought after i'll give you a chance to put in a totally shameless plug that's specific to hutch community college when you bring folks down here and again i'm sure in the positions you're in the two of you could probably talk for a long time about the variety of benefits but what do you find if you had to pick one of all the things folks when they come down here what is the single most consistent wow factor that you think gets the hook in folks? And again, I know there are a lot, but if mm-hmm. there were one thing that you think consistently gets people's eyes to widen a little bit and draws them here, what would it be?
2: You know, I, I think the kind of the first impression is our campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, our our uh, admission staff, uh, Corbin Strobel and his admission staff would tell you that if we can get kids on campus and we can yeah. give them a campus tour, mm-hmm. we can generally close them. Um, but Part of that campus tour almost almost always includes a faculty member talking to them about their areas of interest. Um, so while it's while it's what I'm going to say is the environment. Um, we we project I hope um, I hope we project a friendly, welcoming, warm, open environment. Um, part of which is, is is our beautiful campus. It's provided by our uh, you know our local our local constituents, um, and and so it's it's I think it's the the surprise factor of. Mm-hmm. Wow, this really is a, co- a, a this really is a full college. It's not just, you know, one building that's kind of sort of like high school. And right. so, um, I would say that it's that one. It's that kind of that first impression.
0: And I might throw in a personal anecdote there to support the the point. Jill and I brought Blake down here last fall. Got to visit with both you guys while we were mm-hmm. here. Actually, Carter, that's where you and I met for yeah. the first time. Yeah, it was. And so he was here on the structured tour, you know, with a group mm-hmm. of kids. And then when we were done, we came over to harass Denny for a while. And we were, uh, we walked around a little bit with Denny and we ran into another administrator whose name. I don't recall. And, you know, Denny just stopped him and grabbed him and, and introduced him to us. And he stopped everything he was doing and chatted with us for a while. And Blake, what are you here for? And then we ran into you Carter and exact same thing. And, you know, Oh, that's awesome. We're so glad to have you here. What are you doing? And We walked away and Blake said again, now who is that? And we're like, that's the president. That's the president of the college. And you you could see a little recognition in his eyes that, you know, that's something that you are not probably going to get if you're not at a two year university. And even within a two year university, I would wager not all of them would the president just stop. So there's my own shameless plug for you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, It was pretty cool. We appreciate that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, when, when we, and this is goes beyond one, but the kind of the things Denny was talking about, that's the problem with always going second. Is he said everything I wanted to say? <laughs> uh, but when I, when I talked, he Perry, deferred to me. I did. He <laughs> did. I did, and, I did. And, and, anyway, and glad I did it.
0: And be grateful because Denny usually says the things that you don't want him to say. <laughs> so this was a win.
2: Well, he has that same problem with me too. Um, but I, uh, you know, when I talk to students, we we have enrollment days on campus. When I talk to students, I always talk about three things. I talk about our faculty. Our facilities and our affordability, our quality. Because while we are very affordable, I never, ever want students to lose sight of the fact that we are a quality organization, and the and the education they're going to get here is going to come from teaching faculty who are concerned about one thing, and that's their success at whatever they do next, whether it's go into the workforce or whether it's go on uh, go on and transfer to a four year university. Mm-hmm. Their focus is to help them get ready to do that next thing or to master the subject the subject matter, uh, so that if they move on, they, they have that mastery.
0: So to be fair, we obviously gave you the opportunity to put in a good plug on the number one draw. Let me ask you this, um, specific to Hutch Community College, of all the reasons that students consider Hutch and then choose a different option, what is the most consistent one that that frustrates you? That makes you think, oh gosh, I'm I wish we could have cleared this perception up. Um, you know, I wish we could have had a different conversation with them if this is what they're thinking. What's the the one thing that you hear most often that you think, doggone it, if we could have had more time with that perspective? You know, you know but, I don't
1: know if this is – this isn't really a well, – it might be a little bit of a perception thing, but, you know, we talk about the, the smaller, comfortable size. Mm-hmm. But amongst community colleges – We're one of the biggest, Mm -hmm. and if there's some kids, we might even still be too big and and a little intimidating. Yeah, Um, so we'll hear of some that choose something, especially if it's even a little closer to home. Mm -hmm. They're not ready to take that big step yet. Um, But I don't know that there's that one thing out there that Mm -hmm. I really hear (laughs) consistently of.
0: And I wondered too if going back to leadership kansas days um do you remember our tour out in hayes at the medical center mm-hmm, i do and what a cool place that was i mean yes. just a hidden gym there in western kansas uh and the hospital leadership was talking to us and somebody asked them that exact same question what's your biggest hurdle here and he said our biggest enemy hands down is Rand mcnally which is yeah. a com- company obviously that makes maps mm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they said, we'll talk to somebody, a physician or a student about moving here, and we tell them what we got going on, and they're so impressed. And, you know, it's just going great right until they open up that atlas and point at Hayes, which yeah. is not the case That's, for that, Hutch. But no, yeah. right.
2: I think Art, right. I think, you know, again, I w- would agree with Denny. I don't know that I can point to any one thing about Hutch. I think that they're – you know, I think it, uh, students coming out of high school they have great expectations about what they want to go and what they what they want to do. And I think a lot of times the allure of a of a four year university going and getting just getting started. I want to go do that. Um, I wish the students that were that were self financing and that are are borrowing money to get that first two year experience at a university would come to us first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again we've we can we can save them. We can save them enough money they can pay their junior year's tuition at any at any community, at any university in the state of Kansas. And uh, are, there are over 90 classes that are completely transferable to universities um, through a transfer and articulation agreement through the Board of Regents. And and as I, as I mentioned and Denny mentioned earlier, we have really fine teaching faculty. So... While I was 18 once, uh, it's harder and harder to remember that time, (laughs) Um, but I was 18. I understand the, uh, you know, things are happening, and I just don't want to miss them, Um, and I think that's maybe the biggest, uh, that's maybe the biggest reason that we may miss on students is they don't understand they can get all of that right here. Yeah,
0: so again, I'll put in kind of a shameless plug on your behalf, the two things We were here last October and toured the campus and then uh, did a little due diligence research uh, prior to coming here too. Of all the things that I saw while we were here and have read about since, the two things that gave me the biggest wow factor, not as somebody considering it as a student, but just as a Kansan looking in, uh, one is the fact that you have um, Radio Kansas, your Mm -hmm. own public radio station, Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Uh, And the other one is your Dylan Lecture uh, Series. The speakers that you get in here, you know, I was not surprised to know you had a lecture series. That's not a novel idea for a school. But I've got a list here, and just touching on a handful of them, you had Bob Woodward, uh, the journalist, Mario Andretti. Uh, General Richard Myers, you had uh, Captain Richard Phillips, the guy that was the skipper of the boat that was hijacked over there, uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Bradley, Bill Curtis, Dr. Ben Carson, Olympia Dukakis, and if I dare show my age and geek out a little bit here, William
2: Buckley? William Buckley. Yeah. That's uh, just absolutely. William
0: F. Buckley. Flee Bailey, Maya Angelou. I mean, yeah. and the list just goes on yeah. and on and on. So, And, take, and if
1: you're a student here... It's free. it's free, it's free. Yeah. And yeah. you and and we schedule those days so there is no class during but that time period. These
0: now. are things and maybe partly just cuz I'm a geek, but these are things, you know, free student my rear. These are things I would drive an hour and pay. Yeah. And and to yeah, I guess I'll, it, there's not really a question here, fellas. I guess okay. I'm just making <laughs> well, a Well, then plug I'm going to ask you one,
1: Mr. Mis- Mr. Geek, look at the right. very first lecturer in the series history.
0: Richard Morfield is that, am I looking at it? Yeah, I think so. Yep.
1: Who, uh, who was that?
0: Richard Moorfield. I don't think I know. Should I know?
1: One of the hostages from the, uh, the Iranian hostage, Iranian crisis. hostage crisis. No way. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. See, I would drive, I'd drive halfway across the state and pay to see something like that. Yeah. One like of that. my
2: favorite was Rob Edsel, who was the, um, he was the catch me if you can guy, isn't Oh, it? that was oh, no, Frank Abignell. That's Frank Frank, Frank Abagnale. Abagnale. You guys had him? Yeah, yeah. Frank Abignell was. That's right. You're right. Oh uh, my gosh. he was the
1: catch me, as, catch me. The guy that the book Catch Me If yeah. You yeah. Can is right yeah. about. Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio played him in the movie. Yeah. yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I made the comment specifically that you know I'm geeked out by that, not looking through the eyes of a prospective student, but just as a Kansan, and it is it's just so impressive the the depth of these speakers, these are speakers that I would anticipate you only see at large ticketed, you know, type deals. It's just awesome. It's really cool. Yeah.
2: One of the most recent one, I'm not sure he's on there was captain Scott Kelly, who was the, Mm -hmm. who
0: was a um,
2: the, the astronaut at the time, uh, who had spent the most time in space. And this, the, the, the arena, our 6,000 seat sports arena was almost full. Yeah. And, and the, Full of students, full of kids, K-12
1: kids, and they absolutely loved him. That's and he was awesome. a great lecture. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's another. one of the beautiful things about the series, too, is it not only, I mean, it's not just for our students. Um, the community can come. There's a nominal $10 cost if yeah. someone wants to come to one, but then we also open it up any th- K-12 through 12, coming on a field trip. It, it's free. It's free. Uh,
0: another one on here, too, our podcast we haven't today, but we often spin aimlessly into sports conversations, and I noticed Dayton Moore's on there, too. Yeah. And that was outstanding. I'll tell I you, bet. two
1: two of them, and not just because they're local sports, but two of the, the best ones we've had in the last few years were Dayton Moore and Mitch Holthus. Mitch Holthus. Cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it wasn't stories about, well, this one game or yeah. we did this. Yeah. These were and yeah, and Mitch is Mitch is from uh, Smith Center, Kansas, yep. up up in my stomping grounds. Gradu- yeah, he yep. graduated.
2: From, I think he graduated in seventy seven. I graduated in seventy eight. Okay. Well,
0: yep. let me ask. Uh, I know Carter, you're on limited time budget here. So, uh, as much as I hate to, let me gear us towards wrapping up here with a few more questions, so we can try sure. and have you here for the balance of the podcast. Um, we talked about the fact that both of you are as a career background you were not educators and now you're in these leadership roles here uh, and that i'm sure gives you a very unique perspective what would you guys say are the biggest changing trends in how hutch community colleges deliver services whether that's to your degree-seeking students, your ongoing um, industrial training things, or even just to the community, whatever that is. I think the the biggest change
2: we're seeing and we're going to see over the next, you know, let's say decade, uh, that's any further out than that is is really misty. But uh, I I think uh, career and technical education is going to continue to be a hot topic, uh, providing those those degrees where students can uh, come to us, get two years of education, Go to work, and then if they want to work, continue to work on a baccalaureate degree. They can do that, but but really, kind of shortening that time to uh, to a job. Uh, working with business and industry to create the um, to create the types of training that they need, and the type of education that they need are going to be uh, are going to continue to be important. Technology, online instruction is going to mm-hmm. continue to uh, it's going to continue to evolve. It's going to continue to consume a larger amount of um, the education market, um, we're we're very well we're very well situated for that. Uh, we have a great online department, and about thirty to thirty five percent of our credit hours are, are already generated online. Wow! So those, I think, those are going to be the trends you're going to see. Um, ways that we can reduce cost and um, and increase decrease the amount of time to completion. Very yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, and I think the online really and we're doing this but we have to continue to look at not how we've necessarily always done it you know monday wednesday friday at eight nine ten ten twenty tuesday thursday at eight nine when do when do our students when do they want classes um do they want them face to face do they want them online do they want a combination of both um Sometimes when I have the opportunity to speak to students, I like to ask them, "How many of you are taking an online class?" About every hand goes up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How many of you prefer online to face to face? what do you think the answer is, Scott? A third. Whether they prefer online over face to face? Yeah. I w- <clears <clears <throat> or, or which which of the two methods do you think they My prefer? My guess would be
0: a third prefer online and two thirds face to face.
1: Okay, that that's yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty close. Right. And and when I ask them why, it's because, well, when our online assignment is due at 11 p.m. on Sunday night, I'm usually starting at about 10, and I've got no one to ask for help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. And so they still need that, I don't want to say hand-holding, but uh-huh. they, there's some of that that they still yeah. need. So they like the face-to-face because there's that immediate engagement. Well, I'm sure this will
0: just reflect not being very young anymore. But I'm—I want to believe too that for as much as we read about the younger folks being less interactive and technology making us less personable, at the end of the day, I, you know, I buy in to that to a degree. But yeah. I don't think they've changed that much, and <laughs> yeah. I think there's still <laughs> an enjoyment of the human interaction amongst young people. Yeah, I, I do
1: like to tell them for probably the most connected generation they are in some ways the most difficult to connect with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because one of the things we struggle with like this week we have something going on on campus called spring fling which is kind of a hey we're getting near the end of the year and
0: (laughs) i bet that means something different than it did when you and i were in college it probably does (laughs) yes 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 moving on (laughs) right Um,
1: But it's, it's like, well, how did I know about the dodgeball tournament? How did I know about this? How do I know about that? Well, how do you want us to tell you? Social media. Okay, which platform? And the first six people to answer, I'll give you a different platform. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, um, but, but then we say, and by the way, we're on three or four of those already. Right. We've already right. let you know about that on those. Huh? Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, did you did? You, yeah, but you saw and, it
1: from us and you didn't care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then we tell them when they enroll, there's, there's one official means of communication here. That's official that we have to have, and that's an email address we give you. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check that. Yeah, I check that every well about every week, maybe every couple weeks. Uh. Well, you'd be surprised what's in that inbox. But they just don't, you know. But I would agree. I would agree that you know I I
2: because I hear the same thing. Oh, these kids today. Yeah. And I think about they could have they could have said, Oh, Carter. You know about a lot of the stuff we say about these
0: students. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: you know, I don't think there's the truth is I don't think there's a lick of difference between eighteen year olds now and there were when I was eighteen yeah. years old. Yeah, you know, yeah. back they, in back in the stone age, you know, everybody has to mature. Everybody has to develop those those skills to go to work. Everybody has to uh, understand. You mean I got to work? I have to work Monday at eight to Friday at five? Oh well, that's almost unreasonable, isn't it? Right. <laughs> um. So I I I love today's students. They're they're at the you know they're the most connected uh but as denny said at the same time they do crave uh face to face they want yeah. high touch uh they they you know they're just wonderful it's a wonderful generation i have two kids that are uh, denny mentioned his kids my both my kids are blue dragons as mm-hmm. well um and they're both uh about about the same age as denny so i yeah. uh, pretty close my daughter's a, my daughter's uh, 27 26 and my son's 24 and and they're yeah. uh you know they've both launched and they're off on their own but but uh, and i talked to them about this and they they you know they they say well we're, that's just how our our generation is yeah. i think
1: the tools have changed but human nature has yeah. not right you I know, right. You know even <laughs> even though they walk around a lot of times and their faces are yeah. buried in a in a cell phone or or something you say hey how you doing today and you know, they stop. they yeah. perk up a they'll little bit and, and they look up, up and yeah. and yeah. yeah you know yeah. so i it, it's still there yeah.
0: Well, let me switch uh, last few questions, because, uh, again, Carter, I know we've got you on a short time leash That's here. And we want to keep you from being late. Uh, I know it doesn't happen very often, probably, but when uh, senior Hutch Community College a- administrators take some time off and you're neither managing your duties here nor anything family related, mm-hmm. God forbid you're actually you know committing to some you time, uh, what does a Blue Dragon administrator do for fun? <laughs> that's uh, repeatable on a public. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Well, for us, son number two, he's still in college. He's at Fort Hay State. I said not, um, not family related, though. Oh, is, not family related. Not family related. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can't that's say what, chasing him to a baseball. No,
0: no that's no. I
2: was. I was. Uh, that's, oh. what, that's what. That's threw because those I, are the easy well, answers. Will, I know. will tell you what I. I will tell you what I do, and I give Denny a chance to think about it. I have a '91 Ford Ranger that I've been trying to restore
1: for. Yeah.
2: God knows how long since '91. <laughs> that that's not that's not probably too far off. I've been working on this thing for you know off and on for probably. Well, let's put it this way my my daughter I bought it when my daughter was a freshman in college or freshman in high school, and like I said, she's twenty six or seven now. And I've been working yeah. kind of working on it uh, off and on that long. Yeah. And uh, so I'll go out and 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 just do something on it I, i've painted it and of course now i'm kind of starting to look at where i didn't get all the body work right on it and so i'm gonna have to start going back and f- working on it and now i'm kind of working on the interior so it's just it's just kind of mindless work i can go out and do i don't have to think very hard about it most of the time sometimes i do you know right. mechanic work's not always easy um but i don't have to solve any problem other than just that working on that truck yeah and uh my wife loves it because it gets you know it gets me out of the house and into the backyard and mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not far out of the house but uh, right. but it's that's one of the things that i like to i've always loved to work with my hands I, I i mentioned i was studied to be an electrician at one time and, and so i've always loved working with my hands and doing uh um you know doing like construction projects and things like that so that's that's what i try to do is engage in um i was gonna say less academic activities when i'm when i'm yeah, when I'm sure. on my, when I'm doing you know my time. Yeah, yeah, very and I read a lot.
0: So very cool.
1: Yeah, I should read more, but you know, but it's as, hard. As it is. <laughs> Those words are big. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you know, something that goes back. You, to have you even, considered, Seuss? <laughs> 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 Actually, can can I? I'll,
0: I'll buy you even a little more time. Let me tell you a really short story. I've got a good friend of mine that years ago was he was spending some time with a gal and he finally went to go meet her family for the first time and they were a very very blue collar group you know and he's trying to fit in and there's this kid he said he was well he asked him he's like how old are you you know seven i'm in first grade and He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, what are you reading? And he said, just as serious as he could be, this seven-year-old looked up. and said, read. Reading's for rich people. <laughs> 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 so if that's your approach, Stecklein, oh, you know, reading's for rich people. That's uh, great. I understand. So, but, you know, and, and,
1: I, and I don't do enough of it, but I love to go out on a golf course yeah. and chase a white ball around. Yeah. Um, the only way to play golf is to walk you know, no cart, you just get out and go. You say uh, that
0: because you don't shoot 120. If you did, <laughs> you, you might appreciate a cart at, a little more. Look at all more. the exercise
1: you're getting though. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you play that military golf left, right, left, right. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Um, I haven't done enough of it this spring, uh, but I like to just get out the bike and go for a little bike ride, uh-huh. uh, especially on weekends. Uh, I including assume you're a,
0: a pedal bike, not a not a, yes, yeah, a pedal pedal right. bike. I have
2: the. He's I yeah. got the other kind,
1: the non-pedal
0: version. I got a hundredth
2: yeah, anniversary. I have a hundredth hundredth anniversary Sportster.
0: Cool. And I don't ride a so, lot. So when you're out pedaling around, Carter drives yeah. by you, blasting. Yeah, born exactly. to be wild. I, by p- I, wolf yeah, on I just the put behind him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His moped comes by.
1: Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm envisioning. Right. Uh, I'm
0: envisioning. Yeah, the the blasting blasted. <laughs> yeah, out that's of right. The, blasted yeah. it. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, and, and 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 this pulls family in a little bit. About I'm just gonna. I tell our, our boys often that they're very fortunate that they had a mom that was so sports minded. Yeah. She sat on a lot of bleachers for yeah. basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, yep. football, and so. And she still really enjoys that. So she and I get to participate and, and go enjoy some of that, whether it's our own or just. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Someday, Scott, be patient. You'll get to enjoy a football program again <laughs> um, like oh, we do. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Man. Boom. Boom. But uh, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> Mike, Just Le- answering the one you shot <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> mic <Mike> drop.
1: <laughs> Stack line mic
0: drop. Le- Les Miles has come down from Mount Sinai. And That's we're,
1: right. We're going uh, to wave go the wheat. Yep, you're going to so. wave the
2: wheat, and Les is going to say, is gonna say, What are they doing?
1: That's right. <laughs> Why yeah. are they waving? Why at are, you? are they waving? at Okay, hi guys. Time to leave. What? what?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Denny Denny mentioned Michelle and my wife Tracy. She sat, a, <laughs> she sat on a lot of benches watching a lot of tennis and softball. And my son was a tennis player. My daughter was a softball player, and they both played basketball. And and uh, that's something that kind of gets to your blood. Yeah. One of the things I do that it's it's you know it's not really work related, but it is work related is I, I s- attend a lot of. Blue Dragon sporting events. I, I and yeah. uh, you know we have uh, we have a wonderful fine arts programs here at Hutchinson Community College, and and so I I'll go to those in the evenings and stuff. So. Uh, and Denny, I know one of the things that Denny does is he does the same thing. He'll he'll you know he helps out with the with the
1: games and and he does the radio for baseball and things like that. So yeah. You do the broadcast? I I've done some broadcast. Um, my primary role is the PA guy at baseball. There you go. No way. Yeah. 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 But then when the broadcast, the live stream broadcast guy can't be there, I move over and do that. Yeah.
0: Shut the door. You um, get to
1: be the Denny Matthews of Blue Baseball. That's Dragon. right. He, he baseball. Does. That's he right. Does. And, that's and didn't you awesome. do, didn't you do a basketball game this year too? I did. I did color for a basketball game yeah. this year. Did you um, record it? Have you got that? For it's the, on there. There's a YouTube channel where you can go, Blue Dragon Sports YouTube, yeah. and you can uh, so you know you can find one out there. You, I'd you, have to see. I'll, I'll see if I can find one. and Send you the link. Your multifaceted friend. No and, doubt. Yeah. And but, all, uh, all kidding
0: aside, that's like bucket list stuff. You get yeah. to call it. Oh, it's true fine. Competitive we, baseball. Game, okay, so awesome. sometime
1: when I'm going to do a baseball game, we got two of these. You yeah. come down. Come down and do it you join me
0: oh challenge accepted yeah. they tell
1: me the FCC doesn't regulate web stream <laughs> right. but I'm not sure about that so we're gonna need to play it I, play uh, it play it straight
0: I, I promise to uh not do anything that's so, not FCC so I don't know compliant. that I
2: don't know that if that uh I don't know if that falls into what he does for uh, for, uh right you
1: know, for, absolutely for
2: fun but I think I yeah. think he enjoys it. Yeah. Our, our
1: football games I run the clock so when yeah. when the white hat says please reset the game clock to he screwed up not me right yes, Just to <laughs> clarify yeah, so, was that was that point eight seconds? Yeah, yeah, something point, like yeah. I mean, eight nobody's that good.
0: <laughs> right. They can't tell me. A, uh, so. Well, man, you invite me down to call a baseball game with you. Good. I I would sell my soul for baseball. It's my <laughs> yeah. absolute favorite. You yeah. know, yeah, it's awesome. Um, one last uh, editorial comment, then I'm going to wrap up with what we call our lightning questions for you guys. Um, you talked about golf, uh, and as I sort of indicated with my question. Uh, I suck monolithically at golf, like I'm so bad, but I enjoy it for what it is. I get out with my buddies, yep. we're outside, and we have a cigar, and it's, it's a good time. Uh, at a charity auction last fall, we bought a round of golf for four and an overnight stay at Flint Hills. Oh, Nashville. wow, yeah. yeah. So uh we're going to Let gonna me go. know the date. I'll uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to come down Saturday and they, you know, part of the package is a gazillion dollars worth of their food and an overnight stay at this opulent, you know, whatever huge cabin they've got and that's going to be awesome and then the next day we golf and if what I've been told about that course is true hand to god i expect to shoot about 130 so <laughs> yeah uh, yeah oh, and check. then you make
1: the turn and go to the back <laughs> so yeah uh, i've not been but i've heard, i've heard it's it's quite a challenge so
0: part of the small print you have to pay 40 dollars each for a ball spotter it's, a, it's like a caddy but on the other side yeah they watch your four good golfers that would be extortion. Like yeah, that is just whatever. For me, that is a bargain. Absolutely, I'm going to say forty dollars yeah, in golf balls. That's, better—that's a fair price. Yeah, it yeah. Is.
1: <laughs> you better hope yours has an amazing sense of humor. <laughs> I and, will. I will. And t- good reflexes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will tip Tell them to stand in the middle; they'll be safe
0: right in the middle of the fairway. Yep. I will, I will tip generously. He will <laughs> he will be rewarded. Okay, well, I know, uh, I think I've really honestly overstayed our allotted time, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys making time to do oh, this. It's, it's been, a, been blast. a blast. We appreciate blast. it. We appreciate it. So we close with what we call the lightning questions. These are the uh, first thing that comes to your head about the two of you, and we'll take turns. <laughs> uh, Denny, you can go first on this first question, we'll go back and forth. Uh, favorite thing about the city of Hutchinson? family. Great answer. Yeah. Uh and I I know what you mean by that answer, not just your family. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Cuz I, you know, I lived in Kansas City. We moved back and I tell people one of the best things about living here is all of our families here. Yeah. One of the worst things about living here is <laughs> all of our families here. <laughs> Yep, yep. Carter, but what would you say? I'd what? say friendliness.
2: I'd say Hutch is a, and, and livability. Hutch yeah. is an extremely livable city. Um, you know, people who've, I've lived in, I've lived in Kansas City, I've lived in Baltimore. Um, so I've lived in big, big cities. Um, and I don't think you can find a more open, friendly, just livable city. It's just really yeah. comfortable to live in Hutch. Yeah. Um, if, the, if there's, if there's, if you don't need, if you can't find it in Hutch, you don't need it. That's just kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Well, Carter, we'll start with you here. Um, again, we're going to exclude family. Okay. No, no answer like chasing grandkids. But good Lord willing, if any of the three of us ever is uh, able to retire – what uh, what do you think will chew up most of your non-family time okay, in retirement? Plan. This, of course, assumes that the ninety-one Ranger is finally yeah, done. It's finally, <laughs> finally done. I may t- I
2: may take on another I, I, a, I, 92 I, yeah, a ninety-two Ranger. <laughs> no, actually, I have a couple of I have a couple of I have a couple of uh, vehicles that I love from my youth that uh-huh. I would love to I, I I would love to buy and maybe try to restore. If I do If I ever wanted If I ever do this again, I'm going to try to get a shop and do it right. But uh, I love. Um, 66 to 74 Broncos and same year uh, Blazers. Cool. And so, uh, you know, I might try to find one of those that's in need of a little tender loving care and, and restore it. Um, if not, uh, you know, trying to probably walking and, and trying to trying to stay active as a, as a senior citizen. Yeah. And hopefully that's, you know, not more than a couple of years away. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good Lord willing. Steck line.
1: Golf and some travel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, and last question, i uh, start with you, Steckline. Uh, we teased each other about KU State, K-State. Of course, I'm a Jayhawk, and you guys are Wildcats. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm a huge K-State fan, you know, support everything they do. New era, so yeah. best guess, what's K-State's football record this year with the new head coach?
1: I think 500 would be a success. Mm-hmm. And that's no disrespect to them. There, it's a big transition. Yeah. And there's a... A lot of pressure on Coach Kleiman.
0: and a wicked conference, and a absolutely. A conference, yeah. and I
1: think K-Staters need to be patient. You know, um, Bill Snyder was one in ten his first year, and I don't think we're going to be there. And he wasn't much better his second year. No, so this is this is going to take time, and I hope they understand the magnitude of this undertaking. But yeah. I have I love what I'm seeing from the new staff. I love what I'm hearing. Um, it's exciting. I think it's going to be great. Very cool. Carter, are you more uh, or less optimistic? Yeah,
2: I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic long, long-term. long I would agree with Denny. I think if they're 500 this year, that will be, that'll be, you know, we should be happy with that. Uh, I think that he's going to bring a different, um, I don't think the actual style of play is going to change much. It's going to be different than the Big 12. You know, you mentioned the Big 12, yeah. wicked conference. Yeah. You know, you have all these air raid offenses, and, and and I don't think that's what this new coach is uh He's going to be, a, you know, I think he's, he's going to be pretty much a Bill Snyder clone. He's going to run the ball, uh, throw when he needs to, but really try to establish that ground game. And it's going to, it's going to take a while for him to translate what he was doing at uh, North Dakota into, you know, into Wildcat football. But I'm like Denny, I, I think that I hope. While cat fans are patient and give him an opportunity, and I, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Well, if Les Miles goes 500 this year, we're going to retire his number <laughs> and put him in the <laughs> Hall of Fame and make him the statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make yeah. him the mayor. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. He's less might right. have a less Les might have a little harder ch- harder time of going 500 than uh, yeah. is, is it Kleinschmidt? Yeah. Clim- climbing yeah. Yeah. climbing than will and yeah. and so yeah, if if, <laughs> if Les goes 500 this year, you probably give him all the accolades you. Can. and I think
1: most case Staters would long for a competitive rivalry. yeah, we just want to win every game. Right. yeah yeah right. as, as right. you do. you'd sure. like to be at a you know a couple points, but we want to win yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. make it exciting. You'd like to win every game, but have the victories help you in the RPI a little bit more that's than it true. does now. that's <laughs> true so. well it'll
2: it'll be interesting to see how they how they all translate. you know it what what less what will be interesting for Les Miles is to see if he can recruit yeah um because I mean he was at LSU. That's like shooting fish in a barrel to get to to recruit to that. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's a little bit the K State. Although he, you know, he was recruiting to Fargo Fargo, to Fargo. So you know man. not exactly tropical of, yeah, not, yeah not exactly tropical but, yeah but, but it,
0: you, you are right i mean you know kansas i would rather live in kansas than anywhere else but for 18 year old kids you're bringing in lsu yeah a, yeah, yeah so that's right much yeah. easier sell you bet well gentlemen i hate to cut it off because it's been a blast um thanks to both of you for your hospitality um Thank thanks you. to hutch community college for opening up the doors to us today and uh uh, what a blast! Appreciate you guys sharing your story and your information. I want to, and I want to,
2: I want to say one thing. I want to invite anybody that wants to come to a Blue Dragons football game this fall to to give Denny a call. And you bet. You know, we'll we'll hook you up with the we'll hook you up with the ticket department. What are what are our games? Eight bucks, eight ten bucks, if that. But yeah, if they tell us they're a friend of Scott's, we'll charge ten. them double. Tim, we'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, because we've got we the Jayhawk Conference has some awfully fine football as well. Yeah, um, that's we'll, awesome. We'll have. Uh, We'll have, you'll see, a, a, you know, if you come watch a, a Jayhawk conference football game, um, you'll see probably 40% of the players on the field are D1-level
0: talent. Yeah,
1: cool. There's a number of Blue Dragons playing on Sundays right now, yes, too. Yes, so, that's, that's awesome. Yep. That is too cool. That could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I'll wait for that call about calling a baseball bet. game. We'll figure it out. That'd be cool. So, all right, gentlemen. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. BHL listeners, thank you for joining us today. We'll catch you on the next edition of the NHL Podcast News.